Listeners be advised. The Holiloquy podcast discuss matters related to the human experience and many that are sexual in nature. Due to this, some conversations may surround triggering topics such as sexual violence, self-harm, abuse, and much more. Please be advised, a list of crisis and psychological resources will be available in the show notes of this episode. With that said, let's get started with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead. Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Breathe normally as oxygen is flowing even if the mask does not Just wanted to fuck it up, dude. You just wanted to fuck it up. <laughs> We're live. No, we didn't do it. Get it out. I could fight you now. Oh, you can go. Guys, we're recording. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I can't be here with Adrian. I, I need to go ahead and drive back. <laughs> The way Gatsby is baby. I'm staying here. <laughs> you gotta increase by 20 cents in the gutter. I'm like, if I was like, hello, 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 it's your favorite host, Adrian. Just kidding. <laughs> well, that's a good way. Anyways, here we are. <laughs> Professionalism is dead. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Whole Little Bit Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. This is your favorite host, Vernon T. Scott, also known as Slater Jackson, and for your freaking motherfuckers out there, Sebastian Adams. On today's episode, I am live and here in Adrian's dining room, and it's time for me to go because she's touched me. We shared boob squeezes. And here we are. We were um, checking each other for lumps. That is a responsible <laughs> thing to do. That's what friends should do for each other. Exactly. <laughs> Want to check again, make sure. Yeah, it's so big. Check the hello. Check my Okay, let's. Look, look, look. Okay. <laughs> it's so warm. <laughs> look, it's the underboob. You know, the underboob is a heater of its own. You know, if you Yo. are trapped in the in the like snowstorm and you need some heat, put your put your hands up under the breast, okay? Because the underboob is going to be warm. Yeah, we fucked up being alive because Vernon might be a daddy for this recording. Oh my! <laughs> Come on, pussy feet. <laughs> and my booty hole brown. Yeah, I said it. Now we're going to hotel. Don't get with my round, baby. I quit. The episode hasn't even started. Where's he left? He gone. Say your motherfuckers are motherfuckering hard today. <laughs> Okay, so who we have today? Of course, we have Adrian, we have Sharita, we have Tyrell, and we have Fortis. Since it is November, and this is, I believe, the second episode of the month, let's go with that. If it's not, I'm sorry, y'all. It is what it is. Yes, second episode. Um, and on today's episode, we're going to be talking about love languages and sex types. But before we go into that, let's Go ahead and introduce ourselves, and I'll start off with Tyrell, Sharita, Fortis, uh, and then, of course, Adrian. Has. <laughs> yeah. 
Hello, hello, hello to everybody that's listening. I am Tyrell Collins. Y'all know me already. Hopefully y'all do, or if not, then I don't know what y'all been listening to. So, you know. <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely always glad to be back and a, among wonderful, wonderful colleagues. Excellent, Sharita. Hi, I'm Sharita. Um, I am, I think you, I've been in a couple of episodes, so you guys should know me, but I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, also with a certification for sex therapy. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm glad to be back. And Ortiz. Hey, what's good? My name is Ortiz, and I've been on a few episodes, and I'm here just to chill and relax and support. <laughs> The code word is bitch. I'm just gonna be here. I'm here to <laughs> no, it ain't like that. It ain't like that. Fourteen. I am no... <laughs> I'm only here for snacks. <laughs> no. <laughs> and... I didn't have no time to think of a good intro. <laughs> you were the third person. How could you? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop it. You are not in therapy mode. You don't have to give a time to be <laughs> It's for his whole life. We love Charlie. The angels. Sharita finna get booted up out of here. Oh, yeah. We have to set up that picture. Yeah. That's something different. Anyways, Adrian, who the fuck are you? Well, you already know it's Vernon's uneducated friend, Adrian. Ah, Adrian. Um. Those of you who have been in the Holistic family for at least season one, possibly two, y'all know it's like, see, you know what it is. I'm on my bullshit as per huge, but I'm going to drop a little knowledge every now and then. I love the people that are here because they are lit. Tyrell, that's my boo. Sharita, you already know what you is. And Fortis, I love you. And of course, uh-huh. Vernon might be the father of my children, the way these ovaries set up. <laughs> Oh, God. And also, special shout out to Warren over there because this meal that he made, the stir fry, was delicious. That's my roommate. Oh, okay. Thank you, Warren. So, fun. Let's get it. Let's get it. What a beautiful, extraordinary talent to me. Love you, Warren, right here. <laughs> yes, we love you. Thank you to me, Warren. And hopefully, Warren will be on the podcast for season three. I'm sure he will. Oh, okay. Okay. Easter <laughs> As I mentioned earlier, today we will be talking about love languages and sex types. So I hope everybody, I know Adrian didn't do one of them. I hope everybody. <laughs> You're a shady bitch. You're a shady doctor bitch. <laughs> Suck my ass, Dr. Scott. Well, you know, we can do that later. Uh, <laughs> Wait for where? Okay, I cannot. Um, so, um, love languages. We'll start off with that first. And who wants to start off the, the conversation about their results? I just go last in this one. So I've done this. Oh, sorry, this is Shrita. <laughs> um, I can go first. I've done this quiz a million times, um, but. And it, and it varies slightly. Like, my first one is always my first one, which is words of affirmation. So I want you to tell me that I'm beautiful and, like, I'm a good girl, you know? Um, but um, the second one varies. Sometimes it's quality time. And other times it's gifts. So it really just kind of depends. Okay. 
Yeah, definitely uh, for me, um, because of the fact I'm also a writer as well, words just, you know, kind of uh, on my forte. So I like to express myself through words. And, and so I think that's how I like to receive love as well. So definitely words of affirmation is always uh, up there for me. And um, yeah, usually uh, like acts of service is usually um, up there for me as well. And uh, quality time and physical touch, you know, um, are definitely um, pertinent. And my absolute horrible love language is uh, is actually gifts. I know it's not about the monetary aspect of it. I know that, that it's all about the thought, but I really don't like giving gifts and I don't really like receiving gifts either. So um, if I do, you know, give gifts, it's more like, you know, more like like obviously sentimental, but it's like, it takes me time though. I really have to like think about the nature of gift, of gift giving. So, yeah. Mm. <clears throat> I'm the same on that one. Oh, sorry. Who, who, before I can jump in this, who else want to go? Ortiz? Um, so the top one for me was actually acts of services. And the second one was, I think, words of affirmations. Now, the lowest one for me was actually, um, I think, touch for me. I'm not, I'm not very affectionate. So... I gotta do better with that in that department. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> so mine, because I'm a needy bitch, my top one is quality time. I don't give a fuck what you tell me, how many gifts you give me. If you ain't spending time with me, you don't love me, motherfucker. And then right behind that is words of affirmation. Because I mean, sometimes I don't be feeling myself. And if you feel me, don't tell me. Like I need to know. But just like Tyrell, my last like three percent was gifts. Like I do not <laughs> gifts. I'm actually an excellent gift giver because I pay attention to like the person I'm giving a gift to. And I won't give you a gift until I know you well enough to give you a gift. So I'm really good at gift giving, but Growing up in an affluent household, I'm not very materialistic because I had everything. So I like things that money can't buy. So you write me a poem, you do a dance with me, sing my favorite favorite song, you know, cook me a meal. I like shit like that. You can't buy that shit. So that's just how I want. It's accurate is what I'm getting towards. Oh, and my third highest is physical touch because you all know the baby like to get them nuts off. Oh my. I don't like the gift slander. Okay, so I'm just gonna put that out there. I don't really like giving gifts, but I love receiving gifts because. So you a gift princess? Also, I was the baby of the family, the and I always got gifts. It's the brat. So, baby deserves she is a brat, and I'm a brat tamer. Okay, baby deserves gifts. And baby gonna give them. She act right. Oh my! what? We might not can be on no more episodes together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, children. Politically babies. Auntie is in her bag today. Because what y'all can't see is Sharita came on this podcast late, but with the titties yeah. and the wrist. Let's, let's talk about these titties. In the one of girls, my favorite songs. The girls are girling like any girl every girl. Because, oh my god. They sitting up and they ready. My bisexuality stepped out real quick on that one. I was like, ooh. Her that whole voice done dropped like two octaves. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I wet? <laughs> I'm Why am I wet? <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I was like, y'all are disgusting. I am not a part of it. I feel like Ortiz making the same face, but you know. 
We don't know. No, 14 got that real deep voice. Ooh, 14 do got a deep voice. Look. Nobody talk. <laughs> We're just gonna try. I like a good deep voice. Mm. Uh, wait, what? I like a high Ooh. voice. Oh, like this one? Yeah. Like mine? Yeah. Yeah, just like yours. <laughs> no, let me go ahead and talk about mine. So, I got like my highest point was like quality time, which I was definitely not surprised about because I do like to spend time with my, my people, my family, my loved ones, my lover. I love just to, you know. But that's interesting too because you also like your time alone. I do. Mm-hmm. People will shut everybody down. Do not disturb. So I'm really surprised. That's part of like self love, and, and I express my self love with the quality time I spend with my friends. Right. right. So like it, it kind of levels out that way in a sense, but it's like I enjoy being in the presence of my uh, like whoever I am, drawing affection uh, affection towards. Uh, Love that they're with me, they're connecting with me, and we're spending some time together, be it watching a TV show or just reading the book together. Or even if we're in separate locations and like with the ideal of reading a book, they can send me text messages about, oh, this is where I'm at uh, in the story, and this is where I'm going to be like, how are, how's your experience, blah, 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 blah. Like, I love that kind of shit. And the second one, is acts of service. I enjoy doing things for other people, and I also enjoy uh, when those things are done for me. If it's like taking a uh, some stress away from me, oh my god, yes, continue to do that. I love cooking for people, which means I will be cooking for you too. Once, like, uh, I'm sorry, but uh, I will definitely be making a nice meal for you. Just let me know exactly what you want because I, I'm, I'm a good chef. This is like professional because I bring out noodles. That's it, baby. It's baby. Because he got the original one that had the peanuts and he got the one that's just vegetable mix. And if I had a noodles, I would put that up in here. But it's all the vegetables, the um, potatoes, the seasonings. I have this stuff. It's a good little meal. Good, See, like this good is for your I hope she likes it, y'all. She likes it, so we're good. Enjoy that stuff. Potato. Those are rich potatoes. She love language. Oh, so much. You like too much or say much as the king of our eyes. Don't stop here. baby. I know you want to go crazy. Oh, my gosh. So it's a part of what we do. Oh, my way is that. <laughs> Get in where you fit in. Oh, Lordy. All right. Stop. Okay. So, outside of love languages, uh, we also did the sex types. So, for anybody who's unfamiliar with sex types, those come from, if you've ever seen the Netflix show Sex Love and Goop, Definitely recommend watching. It's a very interesting show. Most definitely, if you're trying to learn a little bit more about sexuality, learn a little bit more about yourself, um, there is a free version of the quiz. So definitely, if you want to take the time, do it. Um, in this test to see if a person is like, if they express their sexuality more on the kinky side 
if they're more sexual, more physical, um, if they're more sensual, as well as they're more of an energetic person. And then they have a fifth one, which is called shapeshifter. Uh, and I'll we'll go into that a little bit later on. So um, whoever, uh, uh, let's start with you again, Sharita. What what was your results for the sex type quiz? Or did you not take it? Um, I, I didn't take it. Um, yeah, so y'all could go and then I'm gonna try to take it. What <laughs> y'all talk? Fucking you and Adrian, will you stop putting my business out? God damn, you're supposed to be taking yours now. Shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we even go into this, am I the only person that took this one? I took it some time ago. Okay. Thank you. At least somebody else is not me. This nigga want to do homework when it's due. That's fine. What can I say? I'm in education, so you know I try to do my homework on time. And we thank you for your service, King. So Tyrell, what is this the exotic blueprint? Yeah. Okay, let me go ahead and. So what was your results? So my results, well, just to preface, the erotic blueprint was, I believe it was made, it was a quiz that was created by one of the uh, sex and relationship educators of the show. Um, uh, I think her name is Jaya? Jaya? I can't. Yeah, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right. But but yeah, so for my results, I actually got more of a shapeshifter, which is actually not surprising. Um, just because, um, I'm definitely, I like to describe myself as a very like sensual person. I love sensuality, but, um, I do also have, you know, like, um, a few kinks that are there. Um, I definitely do, you know, I feed off of energy as well. So inner energetic connected, uh, with me, uh, very well. And then, you know, just having that visual stimulation that, you know, sexual, you know, uh, that one of the other blueprints was, um, you know, and just the nature of how do you uh, gain arousal and uh, move into orgasm. So, you know, so definitely, I think uh, for my results, I was definitely much more, uh, much of a uh, shapeshifter. So I I actually, like when I did mine, I scored highest on shapeshifter. So I, like, I, I'm similar to you. I like to do uh, multiple things. I don't know if it's experimental in me or what, but I like to um, dabble in a multitude of different things when it comes to how I express myself sexually. Sometimes I want to be colorful on. Sometimes I want to like just do the hardcore with fucking out here. Sometimes I just want to, uh, you know, just be present and just have intimate moments with whoever I'm, I'm with. And I think a lot of that goes back to my quality time things and just building an intimacy with whoever my partner is because it's like, I just want you to be here. I want you to be present. I want to just dive deeper into you a little bit without having to be physical with that. So, um, but like, because I, I I did both versions of it. I did the basic one and then, because that's where I got the uh, shapeshifters. But when I mm-hmm. expanded my results, the energetic was the one that was the highest. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't really... Um, think would be the highest because I really thought I was going to score high on sensual and uh, sensual and sexual lights um, tied together and the kinky was a bit higher than that but like 
the energetic was just like all the way up there. That literally was like at 24% compared to everything else. Right. Yeah, I really did think that sensual would have been the thing because I enjoy sensual play. I love playing with the senses. I love playing with um, the slight touches and like going between hard and rough and just experiencing up. Not that kind of hard or rough. I'm talking about in terms of touch. Yeah. Impact play versus feather play mm-hmm. kind of situation. So <laughs> I can't get too angry. But yeah, that's like the things like that really um motivates me to enjoy the sex a lot more um oh look should we finish what's up actually so yeah, yeah. I, you know i took it ahead of time i forgot that i had it <laughs> um i didn't just take it a second ago but anyway you the back of the class right Oh, what's the answer to number five? Adrian's casting at me. Okay. Um, but anyway, mine said sensual as well, which also makes a lot of sense for me. I like just physically being there with somebody. I like quality time. I like just being in that moment. Like, I like to include like mindfulness stuff and like deep breathing. Like, I love like tantric sex, like stuff like that. Um, it's kind of my favorite. It makes me feel connected. Yes, I like that. Uh, I need to learn a lot more about tantric sex, to be honest. Um, Ortiz, how about you? Did you take the quiz or not? I did take it. I just took the basic quiz twice. Mm-hmm. But both times, I ended up scoring as kinky. Oh, Ooh, Ortiz. I'm not stopped, though. I am. What? Let's go into that. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Yeah, Ortiz, tell us. Ah. So, you know, I have a very interesting nature to me. I, How can I describe myself? I don't know. I sometimes have a contradictory nature, but I like things that are intense and I like to explore things on a deep level. Mm-hmm. So for me, when it comes to exploring sex, I want to be on a level where there's actually no bound. Well, of course, boundaries are met, but also where there's mutual understanding to where we can explore things on a deeper level in a, in a way. So that's how I can best describe my nature as being kinky and also other stuff as well, too. Hmm. See, <clears throat> from our one of our episodes back in the day, um, when you just was talking about like your relationship with kinks in general, like that's the reason why I'm really not shocked because like I know that you enjoy uh, some things that other people might even dare to dabble in but you like to push that edge a lot you like to um find a new way to engage in sex and enjoy the sex while you're having it so i'm like so i'm like it's not a surprise at all for me that you ended up in the kinky um kinky uh circle in that one for your sex type yeah adrian do we finally have your results we do baby who's the baby's dad uh me <laughs> i am the sexual type baby i love sex i love feeling you sex with me is always amazing intense memorable ain't that right Sharita? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, well, when I got, but i got my results right it was like the part that resonated with me was like when under resourced you may feel frustrated or even bored by a partner's desire for long sessions of foreplay or wanting to try things that seem complex that's true. Like if I'm wet and you're wet, 
let's put it together. Like I don't want to, I don't want to do a goddamn Dawson's Creek montage where I'm just feeling all on your body and shit. Like I'm feeling on you to make that pussy go, and then we finna get to it. Okay, get to it. But, 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 but. Also, I learned that like if I'm not having sex. I will get fucking depressed. Like, I just be sad as fuck. Like, the sun don't shine like it should. Food don't taste right. Like, I just be sad. The only thing that can affect my mood that heavily is my lack of sex or lack of money. If Draco don't have one or the other, I'm a sad boy. I know how to make you happy. Yeah, you do. Stop it, Jarita. I was about to the girls again because, look, some people are being, getting happy. <laughs> no, because what, what y'all don't know is me and Sharita have linked up since then, not on no sexy stuff, but she came and had drinks with me and my friends, and I was like buzzed, and she bought me a drink. She was touching all on my face and shit. That was fun. Sharita <laughs> know what the fuck in this box. <laughs> ooh. Okay. And I, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Go away. That should never go away. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, so one of the things I've been thinking about after, because I was like working on mine today. Y'all don't judge me. I still did it before the fucking show. Uh, anyways, I, uh, <laughs> when I was working on um, the uh, love language uh, side of the quizzes, I was thinking about. What if there was like a game or something associated with this? So y'all be on the lookout. I might make a game of it. Mm. Something fun for couples to have like in-depth conversations using some of the love language um, questions and going beyond those and make it a little bit more probing because we love to get probed uh, <laughs> in multiple ways. So without you plugging something. <laughs> Low-key. Well, it is November, so November is, well, you're getting all the plugs. I hope you plugging something, too, if you're out there. Mm, celebrate so much. <laughs> uh, plug a badge, plug a hole. Plug a booty hole. <laughs> <laughs> so, a question that someone submitted for uh, the conversation is, how, how to approach conversations of eroticisms with your partner and um sharita as being the most expert in this area um what would what would you suggest um i think it really depends on the relationship that you have with your partner and how open you and your partner are about sex i mean there's people who are in relationships and like their partner does not even like to talk about sex they have a bad experience you know um i've know i've worked with couples who they you know they're from the church they've been told sex is bad and then they get married and now they're like supposed to be having sex but they don't know how to like engage in that that's going to be way different than like a partner who's like i'm part of the lifestyle i'm poly the way i talk about sex is just going to be different in that capacity um but getting a feel for your partner and just like learning about i would start about talking about intimacy before even talking about sex Mm. What like what does physical intimacy look like to you? It doesn't mean you know we don't have to start going straight into penis vagina or any other types of sex. We could just talk about what is kissing like. When does it feel appropriate for you to kiss? Like holding hands and kind of go from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that would be per from my experience. That's the best way to kind of approach sex, depending on how your partner's relationship is. 
Love it. Love it. I know my my um, recommendation in having those kind of conversations is make sure that you're like try to have those conversations outside of the bedroom, of course, but in in situations where it's not sexy uh, and allow that to fuel, you know, fuel what the next sexual experience would be. Like, hey, if um, I were to touch you this way, how would you react to that? Uh, how do you feel about if I were to go down on you and only go down on you without any reciprocation? Um, do you feel like you want to reciprocate or do you feel like that will be, you know, satisfying for you? When I do go down on you, um, do you enjoy it or you don't enjoy it? Like, what can I do to improve? Like not to make it seem very clinical but actually ask questions in a conversational way with your partner in order for everybody to understand what's going on and make sex conversations normal within your relationship because mm -hmm. it seems taboo the less like you want to talk about it so if you just open up with like hey we had sex last night not even in the bedroom anything like that hey we had sex last night okay so how was that? <laughs> like, and keep it going. And, and uh, also, you can purchase the game that <laughs> there is um, some like. There's a lot of games out there though that do talk about those things um, that make it easier. Like, there's I know I've been to a couple of lifestyle parties, and they'll have these like little games that talk about that. Um, I gotta find the name of it. Well, while you're searching, anybody have any well suggestions for like, let's say um, you had a per uh, had a partner currently, and uh, you wanted to, uh, they want you felt how do phrase this? How would you like your partner to approach you to talk about eroticism or talk about sex and what you like to enjoy um, in the bedroom? Like, how would you like to be approached? Me personally, just run it up like um i guess for lack of a better example with my ex like whenever we got a lot of shit wrong but the one thing we never got wrong was sex like never had bad sex with that girl for the whole three and a half years we was together it was so good that like every time we had sex it just got better and better and better like you think you would hit a, a, a plateau but we never did every every individual time was wild um and so we used to do this thing where like you know after having great sex i'd be like hey babe she like what i'd be like we had sex yesterday and she'd be like oh my god yeah we did i was like it was good wasn't it she'd be like yeah it was good and then talking about it usually led us to having sex again so like um there was one time though where she wanted to try different kind of sex more so like basically flip the roles so instead of me being the masculine or the dom or the you know facilitator of the love she wanted to be daddy and for me at that point we were dating i think almost a year and a half and so for me to to be i'm technically verse but for me to bottom for lack of a better word because lesbians don't have a category for this shit for me to do that i have to feel safe with you i have to trust you i have to feel secure i have to know that you got me you know ain't nothing gonna happen like if i say no you're gonna stop like blah 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 so we had built that trust and she dicked me down proper boy <laughs> i was just like oh my god so then it became like whenever we would have sex 
it just really happened. Like she might be the aggressor or I might be the aggressor or we might flip flop or she might, you know, one day she might just only want to give and then one day I might only want to receive. Like we were very compatible sexually. Now, what should you learn from this babies? Sex is not everything because we were shit in every other area. But in the bed, we had that, which is why after we broke up, we kept fucking. But then it became just too messy. So bye, bitch. Oh, my. <laughs> well, I guess that's what the new period is. We just don't say period anymore. We just say bye, bitch. Okay. And that's all bye, bitch. That's okay. bye, bitch. <laughs> uh, what about you, Tyrell? Yeah, I think for me, uh, just dealing with, um, you know, past partners, um, I think for me, like I say, I tackle everything about education. So people being sexually, com- when people think that they're sexually compatible, they usually think that it means that you're both going to like the same things. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. You know, so sex, you know, expressing yourself in an intimate way, it is about education. So I want you to I love to learn. I love to teach, you know, like I say, education. So it's like if something, you know, that I'm not familiar with turns you on, I want you to come to me, talk to me about it. And so I think that a lot of times we have to open up, you know, safe spaces for, um, you know, like a romantic partner or a sex partner to actually do that. And I don't think that you should have those conversations while you're actually in the act of doing something or you know, just kind of being together at the moment because then that's when like a lot of insecurities come about and things like that. So always have those conversations like in a safe and intimate space, but in a space where you're not actually being physical with each other at this moment. So it opens up that that room for, you know, healthy communication. Like, yeah, I want you to tell me the things that, you know, turn you on. I want to tell you the things that turn me on. And knowing that we can we can do that, you know, in a sexy and fun way. And just to know, like, I'm I'm so glad, uh, Sharita, that you brought up earlier that there's a lot of people who just have this kind of, you know, just um, archaic mindset, you know, when it comes to sex. Sex should be fun. You know, I was at a party last weekend uh, for a birthday celebration. And as we were we were doing one of the game, like the sexy games, like the card game, I can't remember what it was called. But, um, you know, one of the cards for one of the couples that was there dare one of them like to give each other like a lap dance and so you know it was kind of like yeah they're kind of shy but hey they did it because like we love to see them as a couple we think that they're sexy the fact that they think each other sexy like that's turn you know those are turn on mm-hmm. and so you shouldn't you shouldn't shy you know away from that and of course that's always a process but sex is like the um i think it was also connotated that sex is like the adult playground you know, so don't be afraid to, you know, try different things with your partner, of course, you know, consensually. But, you know, so I think that's just basically for me, like, tell me, you know, just come right out and tell me, like, educate me, you know, on what it is that you want, why it is that you like this and, you know, so on and so forth. So another thing that I've done with partners uh, relatively recently um, is I would do the kink quiz with them like we would do it together and kind of see where they fall on those different things and just ask kind of open-ended questions about it so that's always been really helpful yeah i agree i i I haven't done it this year but i usually take the um kink the bdsm test like um yearly uh i guess in my depression (laughs) (laughs) Whatever we're not going back into that. You know the you know the tea on that. But um yeah, within all of that, I I've just been 
not even thinking about like myself in a relationship at the moment or myself in like sexual and like other than like the hit it and quit it kind of situation i haven't even really been focusing on that so i haven't even thought about introducing that conversation with any other person and like going into like hey what is your kinks what are the things that you like and even just to reflect on myself i probably should do it for myself since i like I don't know which episode it was of this month and everybody kept calling me a brat or whatever. And I'm like, I, I don't see it. So I might need to retake it just to see if I'm, uh, if I've improved on that brat level, which I'm 100% sure I did not, but it is what it is. Um, I embrace the brat. I'm just saying there's nothing wrong with it. It's, it's not, it's not. I agree. There's absolutely nothing wrong with being a brat. It's, I, I, it's just not me. <laughs> I'm a Brett Tamer. I smack that Brett ass. We ain't doing all that. Okay, Zach. That's right. Well, it's not necessarily you can call in, but if you, if you want to join the conversation, we definitely do. How do it work? Uh, oh, no. Everybody's just on Zoom. Oh, oh you know. Damn. We got to go read down. <laughs> you are literally in the room. It's my roommate Warren, you guys. Yeah, y'all. Let me see him. Warren. Warren. Oh, he has locks. Yeah. I told you I like locks. Oh, I love. Oh, hey now. <laughs> Yeah, that's so deep what you're saying. I can relate to what you're saying so much because we go through levels of those emotions and feelings physically for various reasons. Mm -hmm. Our financial status has a big part to do with it. So a lot of y'all uh depending on our sleep. All uh, different projects we in between, the energy we around. Mm -hmm. Hey, so a lot of times we masturbate so much. That affects our mind. You know, it's not good to masturbate too much anyway. He's right. It's, a, it's against your health. It kills your spirit. It kills that fight that you need out here in these streets. Like, you can't have a hard time fighting a nigga or fighting somebody <laughs> because you just release yourself four or five times. You ain't got that inner strength like you need. To protect themselves so you just have to balance that stuff but when we young or when we go through different areas we don't give an f sometimes mm -hmm. and we fall into different levels so it's really deep but like i'm going through something right now where i don't want to have sex with barely nobody like mm -hmm. real hardcore sex like i'm a freak i'm so well-rounded i'm very freaky i'm very kinky it ain't one thing with me I'm telling you, it's deep with me. Mm -hmm. So it's like, man, it don't take much for me to be good, but I don't want no hardcore, hardcore right now. And if, yeah. if I get hardcore right now, which is like a 25% part of me that want to go hard. Mm -hmm. I want to bust a swing on something. I want to have some riding on me good. I want to be riding for something good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want my fucking fucking hands behind somebody, somebody neck and hair. Smelling their hair, feeling they scalp with my fingernails. You know, got things on my nipples. I'm riding them good. So definitely, I'm going to be wild. But you got to have a certain energy. 
Look, Warren said, I'm over here trying to fuck it. I'm not getting the fuck man. I'm not getting that. <laughs> but you gotta have that energy, that good energy, because you're gonna make me angry if you plan that type of shit. So you gotta have that spirit behind you. We're gonna go hard. If you ain't got that spirit, we ain't even gonna do it then. You might as well just play with my nipple a little bit. I'll put them 30 feet on my dick. <laughs> Dirty feet. Ew, I hate feet. I can't. I'm not my horse. Dude. You the best. I know he was a freak. You can't even be with his kids on my team. Oh, and I'm the opposite. Awesome. You like feet too? Yeah, I have a foot. I have actually have a foot king, so. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, yeah, no. I gotta really... be the weirdo. I'm not a fan of feet. Yay! That's right. That's why you daddy's girl. I'm okay with people out. sucking my toes. I'm not okay with touching I'm cool with that too. I'm like, that too. Nope, nope, none of it. But that's probably with me. I'm not into a person so much doing mine. Like, if I'm into you, I would love for you to suck it good. You know it please me because you're really into it. But if it's not like that, mm-hmm. I don't care for it. I'm just the foot, like, top. I'm the one who just love to be. Exactly, but you know, of course, there, there's always a caveat because you know, obviously, we know like kink is on the spectrum of things. So you know, you can be like like one thing, but not like the other. So like, I know for me, I love to like massage, suck those kind of things. But it's like obviously, feet have to be clean first and foremost. But two, like I'm, my spectrum is not going into like like foot humiliation. Or like stomping on feet or anything like that. So, you know, for other people, but for other people, like that's that's arousal, and of course, it's not. They make fun of feet. Sure. Not like that. No, it's level to foot fetish. Oh, oh yeah, people have a lot of you know different yeah. fetishes. Like I was on Fet Life, and this guy wanted me to uh step on his balls. Like that was his whole. Um, that was. His he don't want no kids. What was it asked about? What's the difference between kink and fetish? I'll be careful with some of those fetishes too. Huh? What was that term? Oh, I thought somebody had asked what was the difference between kink and fetish. Oh, no. Yeah, it levels to all of that. It's deep. That's deep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now that you brought it up, what is the difference, Professor? Oh, (laughs) well, basically, like, you know, kink and fetish is like how you would think of like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Like, we have needs and we have wants. So kink is something that, you know, you want to have done to uh, be be aroused. And a fetish is something you need to engage in to be aroused. Yeah, my fetish, I need to have it. Yeah, I got to have it. If I don't have it, then you got to be out the door. I never mm-hmm. knew that there was a difference. I yeah. thought it was the same mm-hmm. thing. Just like different words are the same thing. So thank levels you, to Professor. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, so many yeah, so basic difference is like kink is a want, uh, fetish is like a need. Hmm. Yeah. So do I have a pussy fetish? I need that. Go away. But I was like, <laughs> 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 pussy fetish. Got it. I cannot. 
All right, so we're going to come back into the actual episode at this point. Yeah, I feel like we went on a tangent. A huge tangent. Fortis, you good over there? Charlie, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm telling you, Fortis is leaving us. He's too good for us. <laughs> it ain't like that. Like me? Is he really? No, not really. I'm gonna say because you a big hoe. And you a Megan home. Big booty. Big booty. Big old cheeks. I literally all night ain't gonna say shit. Next morning. <laughs> okay, so to get back into this combo, because uh, we mentioned um, you know, the BDSM test, uh, and I even mentioned how I take it um yearly. Um I think well it is important within relationships to um, acknowledge that these kind of conversations are something that is ongoing, meaning uh, because you're a different person at any stage of your life. Sometimes what you found sexy on um, day 11 of the year, you don't find sexy at day 364. So like having those conversations as you age, as you progress throughout life helps you with um, one, communicating with your partner about your needs and your wants, as well as helps you identify what it is that you appreciate and love about your partner as well as yourself in the process of, you know, y'all's relationships. So what is y'all's take on having those ongoing conversations with uh, your love languages as well as your sex types? Well, for me, sorry, my cat. Um, That's a black person. <laughs> um yeah so for me i'm i'm a processor well you know i'm a therapist so i guess that makes sense um i'm always con continuously having these conversations like um not only like every couple years but anytime like trauma happens or anytime like my partner is going through something it's important to have that how can i help you how can i assist you because maybe when we first started you loved physical touch, but something happened to you recently where you're dealing with grief or depression and physical touch is no longer something that satisfies you anymore. So then how do we move forward? What does that look like? What do you need from me? Um, so that's, yeah, it's a continuous conversation for me. Yeah, it's very deep for me too. It's a continuous conversation for me too. It's for me levels to look. Mm. <laughs> um, I would say I agree to piggyback off what Sharita is saying. That and what Brandon said, that these conversations, you need to keep having them because like you guys said, we are not the same people from one moment to the next. And Sharita also like brought up the trauma aspect. Trauma really fucking changes you. It doesn't even have to be sexual trauma. Like I got bit by a dog and I couldn't, I almost lost my leg and I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't eating and my sex drive was zero because I'm trying to fucking deal with what just happened. Um, and then, you know, other things like losing a job losing a parent or losing an animal like that shit cuts deep and it definitely shakes you to your core and you basically while you're picking up the pieces you want to be who you were before the trauma but because of the trauma that's not what you are anymore not to say that you have to camp and live in the trauma you can't get through it and you will find some semblance of normalcy but it's a big part of forming who you are and who you become as a person um, so I love to like, even if it's, well, I don't really do it for like please, but like long-term relationships or, you know, stable situationships, we're going to have that conversation. Like, Hey, you know, it was fucking it was good for you. Still feeling it. You want to try some shit? Like what you want, what you need, what you want to do? You know, I'm all about continuous improvement in my personal life. Just as a human being, I want to be the best Adrian every day I get up. 
So of course, in my sexual life, I'm gonna apply that same pressure. Um, so definitely an ongoing conversation. And again, if you're just fucking somebody just to feel good, I mean, if you care, you can have those conversations. But if it's a fling, one and done, wham, bam, thank you, man. I'm not. I don't give a fuck about your fucking languages. Like we either come or we don't. But if I care about you or I'm into you or we're gonna be doing this multiple times. Yes, I want every experience to be the best experience and it comes with addressing those things. But just like Tyrell said, if you want to have those conversations, do not wait till you balls deep. That's weird. Like, get the sex over with. Everybody come and then we talk about it, right? Because don't nobody want insecure sex. Don't nobody want to be second guessing shit. Don't nobody want to be like, who's it good for you? Like, no, you gotta, you gotta pop out and do your best. And then we can address it. And also, like, for me, I love the, like, consensual consent while I'm having sex. Like, just different. Like, oh, I'm, um, I'm about to flip you in this position. Is that okay with you? Or, like, you know, I like that. That kind of back and forth. Checking in. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I echo with everything that's been said. And, you know, continued conversations, of course, are always important. And I also think, you know, in order to feel confident enough to have those con kind of conversations you have to really be get in tune with yourself you know about the things that you like and that give you pleasure so you know uh you know i don't warren right yes 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 so i definitely agree with you like um you know self-pleasure is great because like i indulge in self-pleasure like a lot of times but it is to say like because of the fact i don't have like you know um casual like kind of romantic partners at the moment so it's it's one of those things by engaging in self-pleasure you can learn a lot about yourself and so as long as you're doing that in a healthy space so it's like now i'm in a space right now where it's like i actually like to please a little bit more like i don't know what's come over me like a little bit lately but it's like even when i'm not engaged with somebody sure i just have these yeah i just like have these thoughts and these feelings about like what i want to do sexually like to somebody you know like somebody in a in a situation like not necessarily thinking about my pleasure yeah. like receiving, but just of giving and so that may be a time for right now it may pass or you know anything like that but mm -hmm. definitely learning, learning yourself and know every cell in your body is hardwired for pleasure mm -hmm. yeah, I know so that the body true. the body is gonna shake it's gonna jerk it's gonna twitch it's so strange. you you know do some homework do some homework with yourself and for anybody that you know used to watch uh zane sex chronicles shout out to you i just yes, want to quote can. something that you know zane zane used to say the mind is the ultimate sex toy mm -hmm. so you bet so you better you better start thinking and is and is it is also the biggest sex organ and thank you somewhere else and it come true like your mind makes everything come true so you gotta be careful of that brain that really is the most important brain that person you think about in your mind sexually mentally physically they come to fruition in real life for real i've been through that all my life thought about somebody that i didn't know they came to my spirit and they appeared and i'm like damn you're the person i seen in my head like it's really real or like one of your neighbors you like them you don't really know them and you notice they keep looking at you you know, okay, that's gonna be my person. That's gonna be the person I'm gonna get with. Not knowing their sexuality, nothing. And guess what? Two months later, y'all in your house, but releasing yourself, you know, with that person. So yeah, it's, it's amazing. Our brain is so, so important. Be careful what you think, because you create what you think, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So.
Take care of your brain. What you got to say? What was the question? <laughs> I like that. So, um, well, it's mostly about uh, engaging in that ongoing conversation about your love languages and sex types throughout the years. Uh, oh, okay. Thank you. My bad. So, everybody had a valid point. I really can't say anything more to the conversation, but I will say this. There has to be a high level of introspection for that person. They got to take accountability for that, how they project their energy onto other people. What I mean by that is you can't expect to have dreams whenever you sit here and have these insecurities that will dictate a different part of something else that you may not like. So mm -hmm. if, I, if I would be honest, I think honesty with oneself would be the best way to evaluate your relationship with another person. And before anything, you don't need to be in a relationship if you know you have a lot of insecurities and a lot of things that needs to be addressed from within. Mm -hmm. Then also transparency. Just be transparent with yourself and with a partner, even if it's just a hookup session or something like that. Just be transparent and learn how to respect people's boundaries. That's just the ultimate thing I would think that comes to mind when it comes to a conversation like this. Mm. Well put. I, love I, that. Agree. I agree. So, um, well, this is... Uh, unrelated towards having conversations with your partner, but this is more of like the sciencey side of things when it comes to test, retest, validity, and reliability, and all that other um, great things. Um, so this probably may well whoever will whatever. So essentially, the statement is: Do you feel as though that the love language quiz as well as the sex type quiz are valid? quizzes to test uh, who you are on a um, personal level, your personality and all those other things, because there's plenty of little quizzes out there that you can take, be it, oh, which uh, Hogwarts house are you? And all those other things. And they don't really tell you anything that the sorting hat will place you in because, come on, it's fucking Harry Potter. But um, do y'all feel as though the love language uh, quiz as well as the sex types quiz is um, valid test and do you think that the responses that you receive are somewhat accurate for you um i think quizzes like that are subjective mm -hmm. um my personal opinion but i do think they give you a slight insight into personality i can't those are not ocean quizzes which is like the big five when we think about personality types um and even those are subjective <laughs> um but i do think that they do give a good insight and then the thing about those type of tests are that you are supposed to kind of continue to test them once a year once every six months whatever whatever to kind of see where you fall in that as far as far as that sex type uh, I don't, I don't know what the right questions are, but I don't feel like those questions really give, I, I took the short version, so mm -hmm. I could be biased and then I, um, I don't think that that gave a really good, um, in-depth view of like my sexual type, in my opinion. There's a lot of questions where it was like, it was like, 
either A, B, C, or all of the above equally. And when I took the quiz, I'm like, I could say I, I fit in A and B equally, but I don't fit all of these equally. So I had to just kind of pick one. And it wasn't, to me, it didn't feel the most accurate. Um, now, I, I do feel like I do fall in the sensual sex type, but I don't feel like it was enough for me to feel like it was the most valid to mm. say that, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I definitely um, second that. Also, I would like to say that know that the history of the five love languages was created by Gary Chapman, who is a um, like white minister uh, who comes from the, obviously the nature of the church. Who um, I'm just gonna say it, he's homophobic, and you know, uh, just a lot of a lot of things. So take that into just consideration i think that the five love languages are a good foundation and i think you know just as sharita said it is subjective so you can take and you know pull from and pull from them uh if anybody would like to have another source of information there's a great um uh short text that is also a, a workbook it's called the 18 modern languages of love uh that is by ann holder ship uh she's a queer woman um uh, also a sexologist and uh, therapist. Uh, she came out with the nature of the 18 modern languages of love just to not necessarily combat Gary Chapman, but to expand, you know, horizon as to say, like, there are more ways in which we express love. Just for instance, uh, there's an example that she goes through there about platonic touch. Like, so when you're with your friends, you may have different kind of dynamics about there are certain places on your body where you may not feel any type of way that your friends touch, you know, touch you or, you know, just things like that. So in the nature of her talking about these things, she's just wanting us to kind of expand our horizon in case your your the way that you express love doesn't fall necessarily into, you know, the any of like those five categories uh, just solely. <clears throat> So, uh, so yeah, I definitely say take things with a grain of salt. Everything is meant to be subjective. So, but you know, also to get different resources, don't just say like, oh, you know, like this is like the know all be all. And this is the only thing that I've read, get different sources. So that way you can come to a collective kind of mindset about what you think about. And I would say a really great, I know this is kind of off subject, but I would say a really great, um, quiz to take if you just want to know more about yourself and, uh, like just relationships in general would be like the attachment styles mm. and um, just kind of where you fall in that because there is a correlation between someone who may not like physical touch who also may have insecure attachment. Correlation doesn't necessarily mean that that's what that um, um, everyone feels that way, but there is a correlation there. And I think yes. if you want more insight about who you are and how you connect to people, that would be better than something of like a love language. The five love languages, in my opinion. So uh, what I want to do? Oh, the same. I let you get into that. Um, but, um, uh, I will definitely link. The, uh, the attachment style quiz in there. I need to find it from that message that Shirley sent me because uh, I know she sent it to me because uh, I took it. It was very, it was very uh, informative. So definitely recommend taking that. I also link um, the um, uh, eighteen attachment styles that Tyrell was talking about. By the way, our episode that's releasing in March will um be discussing that in a lot more detail too so y'all make sure y'all subscribe so y'all can go ahead and be there for that conversation 
And this is the mind fuck of the podcast because here we are in July having conversations about an epi- uh, on an episode that's releasing in November. And I'm talking about something that's releasing in March of next year. Gotta love this damn yeah. podcast. Come on, look at look at look at that. It's so confusing. I know when I go back and listen to all this shit, I'm gonna be like, oh, that's that's what we talked about. <laughs> but um, so I'll make sure that is included in the show notes. Um, and the piggyback on something that was referred to earlier that I forgot to mention, that card deck that Sharita was talking about is called Set Expectations. And she sent it to me, that will also be in the show notes. Adrian's what we say. So as the uneducated friend, you I thought the chest was I thought it was good. I felt represented. Um I can't speak to the validity of it because I only took it once at the last fucking minute. But I believe Fortis said he took it twice and it, he got the same result both times. So I'm willing to accept those results as valid. Um but I feel that the archetype that it made me uh, or said that I was accurate. I am a very sexual person, very sex positive, very direct when it comes to the matters of bumping uglies. I like, I don't like the sugarcoat shit. I don't like to play games. Either we fucking or we not. So I felt like it was accurate in that sense. Um, the love language one, I mean, I've done so many of those, but so the fact that it scored me the way I know to be scored, I would say it was also valid and accurate as well. Um, just from, again, my non-educated point of view, for the layman, if you will. TT said it worked, y'all. So <laughs> if it worked for auntie, it's going to work for you. But again, the doctors and the therapists and the teachers of the podcast, they said it ain't shit. So do with that information what you will. <laughs> I know, no, no, that's what I <laughs> I will say for myself, I will say that um, they, it's, it's, it has a bias to it. Whenever you are expecting a certain result, you'll get that. Now, I will say if you're going into the situation blind and not knowing, because most people hear other people talk about love languages. So you hear this person come, oh, my love language is physical touch. And you start taking the um, test and you feel as though that's your uh, saying, your love language. And you're identifying with those things as you go throughout the you know quiz, you will end up with physical touch being high. But I, um, I would say just answer it honestly and not within the influence of other people. Just yes. think of anything for yourself. You. Uh, in terms of the sex type, um, I will also say go into that blindly, not even thinking about what your results are going to be. Just be open and honest with that. I will say that they, um, from uh, Sex, Love, and Goop, uh, they say that it's uh, something that's been tested multiple times and it's um, valid. But at the same time, I need to see the research so I can look into that and see exactly if it's <laughs> But that's a different kind of um, conversation. But I like these because it gives you a starting point for the conversation. It gives you at least something to identify with, but I'll also say you can identify with it, but don't make that your identity. Um, Meaning uh, you, uh, exactly, Sharita, I would like to see the sample size too. Uh, Five people. (laughs) And then they put it out there. 75% of people believe. Exactly. So, like, it's important for you to, like, okay, uh, I can see myself as being a sensual lover. I can see myself being someone who's all about um, words of affirmation. I like that. I'm here for that. 
But at the same time, you don't have to be like, oh, I am um, um, a person for affirmations. I am this. I am a sensual. No, you can be. I enjoy sensual sex. I enjoy these things. Um, rather than attachment to all that you are, just let it be a, a subset, a portion of who you are, and keep it moving. Yeah. That reminds Right. And um, Jennifer. Just before we close everything out this episode, um, any mm, any quick tips on how someone can become more aware of their inner selves um, outside of just the tools like um, love languages and sex types tests and the uh, attachment um, uh, styles quiz uh is there any tips that um anybody would like to share about uh identifying who you are or uh, being aware of your inner self yeah i would say outside of all there's there's a million things out there like different quizzes personality quizzes and workbooks i could give you a million of them if you want them um but i would say outside of that it's just really sitting with yourself a lot of people mm -hmm. don't allow like meditation is talked about a lot journaling is talked about a lot but like if you actually do it, it's talked about because it's helpful, right? Like sitting mm -hmm. with yourself, yeah. having that, that alone time where you don't have the distractions yeah. of your friends, family, or anyone else, where you can really just sit with your thoughts and ask yourself questions like, why, you know, what do I get out of life? What, are, what is the quality yes. of life? What is, like, what do I want to do? Um, why am I here, right? Asking yourself those questions is going to, give you that deeper understanding of yourself yes, for real yeah. like that's what it's about like number one and that's my life my whole life is based on us like me living independently you know what i'm saying like an inner fur they say you know and that teaches me my body my touch my spirit my purpose on earth my passion and um you know how to incorporate people in your life when you come across people because man how to treat them and it's just real beautiful i love it and then dealing with a lot of people always growing up not knowing yourself all the way when it comes to permission or not knowing why you want to do this or why you a lot of people always having different people in your life always in your space and then you mature and you know you learn so it's beautiful it's beautiful any other tips that anybody wants to drop for everybody else i would say when you're trying to get to know yourself you really have to go into it like with an open mind not only just sit with yourself but be prepared for what you find you know when you enter those dark recesses of your mind when you when you go to the spaces that you keep locked away because for you to function you can't be over there be prepared like it's it's a journey like i had to in losing what i thought was going to be my forever i learned a lot about myself you know that i have value that i am a good person regardless of what i do and who i do and how i feel like i was too hard on me you know and i had to really with the help of Sharita, surprisingly, uh, I had to learn how to love myself. Like, and that's not an innuendo, guy. She really gave me a book that <laughs> helped me learn to love myself and, and, and ask those tough questions and, and really get to the root of what makes me me. Um, and that journey in and of itself, first of all, if you decide to go on it, I commend you off rip because everybody doesn't do it. So, you know, some people are cool with whatever perception of themselves they have. And it, that's it. That's what it's going to be. That's where it's going to stay. But to be the best you, you have to be ready to deal with the ugly parts, with the dark parts, mm -hmm. with the shit that you just hate and mm -hmm. learn to accept and even love. 
those things. Because regardless, for better or worse, they contribute to who you are and how you see and operate in this world. Mm -hmm. And if you want to excel at that, if you want to do better with that, if you want to change how you're doing that, you've got to accept all of it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and just lastly, um, you know, just to know that relationships and sex are a skill set. It's not something that is going to come natural, you know, just naturally. Yeah, of course, we express it that way. But um, it's something that, you know, as we talked about earlier, you really have to learn, you know, your partner and yourself. And so if you um, are dealing with insecurities, if you're dealing with the nature of uh, shame, you know, do exercises, go, you know, go to the mirror, you know, uh, stare, you know, stare at those, you know, b those body parts or, you know, things that, you know, you think about yourself and, you know, just to channel a little bit of, you know, the Yana Van Vamp for a moment, you know, it's, uh, one of those things, uh, think about, you know, the story, the, you know, what do you, what are the stories that you tell yourself about yourself, you know? And so in doing that, you actually, because perception is reality. Mm -hmm. You know, so the things that you think about yourself become reality. It may not be what other people see about you. You know, you could have an insecurity and, you know, you talk to 10 people in the room and they like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I do not, you know, I do not see that. So it's, it's really about the stories that you tell yourself about yourself. And so, and just as you learn how to, you know, those kind of negative connotations, Mirror that with positive connotations. You know, you may not like something, but, you know, and just say like, oh, this is, look, this looks nice. or this feels nice, you know, or, you know, just things like that. So it, it's an active process. You can't just be passive in trying to, in trying to get better. And I'd be remiss if I didn't say go to therapy, but. Therapy isn't where, isn't for everybody and you shouldn't feel forced to go to therapy. I would say, try it. Find a therapist that fits you, right? So mm -hmm. if you are a black queer person, look for black queer mm -hmm. therapists that will understand you, right? Mm -hmm. um, and Psychology Today has plenty of them. <clears throat> I'm one of them. Oh, so anyway. Mm -hmm. Okay, Bernie Jr. <laughs> look, by this point, I will be one of them with this airs. <laughs> <laughs> I will have my information in the show notes if you try to... Come on, subscribe to the podcast and then get your motherfucking session with Burning Angel. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't be with y'all because I don't fuck both of you. I did not know Adrian. <laughs> it's called a prediction, baby. Oof. <laughs> oh. is a thing. Um, but so, um, but yes, yeah, like, it is helpful speaking to a therapist. We didn't work six years after, you know, in college and grad school to not have some sort of understanding of that, right? So it is helpful and it's great to have a conversation with someone who's objective, who knows nothing about, and their whole job is to not judge you on it, right? Mm -hmm. um, they will help you process a lot of those things. I have a therapist. I'm a therapist and I have a therapist. This is yeah. really important to continuously work on those things. It's like massage therapists need a massage therapist. You know what I'm saying? Doctors need doctors. Doctors need doctors. We have fillers, you know? Fortis! <laughs> <laughs> Bless up with your knowledge, brother. I'll try. So, everybody had a, everybody was good. <laughs> Only thing I would suggest is, is that look at healing as a multi-layer process to which actually provides a holistic approach to how you see yourself and see other people what i mean by that is sometimes like we don't talk too much about the metaphysical side of life the soul itself 
Mm-hmm. So my best suggestion would be provide different modalities such as Reiki energy, crystals, or also meditation. Because shadow work is a very huge part of life. Mm-hmm. The shadow side is where I say the light is trapped within darkness. But remember that stars cannot shine without darkness itself. So always remember that as well. Sometimes when you deep dive deep in within the darkness, you can find something about yourself that you may underestimate yourself about. Also, as far as the psychological part goes, that is very helpful as well, too. But once again, make sure you incorporate things that will address the human side and the soul side as well. Now, if you're not a religious person, that's also okay, too. Just do things that will balance out both things in general. And also take in context to what you feel is best. Go based on your intuition on what's best for you. Mm-hmm. I agree. Look, uh, find ways to identify your triggers. You know, identify what the um, negative things that are surrounding you, how you can make your environment a lot healthier for you. And also, my main thing, my main push for this entire year, do your best to avoid toxic positivity because we look, it's, it's, it's a thing and a lot of people don't recognize it as being a thing. It's not enough just to say positive vibes only. Sometimes you need to recognize that the positive vibes that you're trying to put yourself into are, are putting you into delusions. Yeah. You got no way to stop it. Or mm-hmm. You need to be in reality. You need to understand that, hey, not everything's going to go your way and that is okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you will fail. Sometimes you may not succeed. But at the end of the day, you can continue to improve after that. You can strive for something better. You can have a new conversation. You can reframe your story however you want to do it you can rebrand yourself if you need to yeah but just make sure that everything that you do in terms of who you are and your identity is something that's rooted in your the reality that you're truly in yeah. um but with that being said and we're uh, close to going over time i'm just gonna um lead us on out of this episode so i want to thank every single one of you all for indulging me with this conversation i truly appreciate each and every one of you um uh, and for the audience out there thank you all so much for listening to the whole little we podcast where we step out and speak on sexuality and just in case no one else told you this today you are beautiful you are worthy of happiness and joy you are enough and then some you may not live up to the expectations of others but that is okay you are only required to walk in your own shoes may each day you live lead you towards abundance with that said love you all and see you next episode bye bye, bye. Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. You can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com. That's www.h-e-a-u-x-l-i-l-o-q-u-y.com. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation.